Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. Today we're going to take a look at Candy Y. Paolo, who was supporting Jack Savetti on his UK tour. Let's get on it, shall we? So Jack Savetti has his uh, support act, which is Candy Y. Paolo. Okay, so I couldn't find that much on them. So let's take a look at what I have now. They are Basaro and Paolo Carrizo. And like many of the great love affairs, the scenes of this unusual partnership were sown long before the couple went to work on Barrow Telvez, the achingly intense but minimalistic Argentine rock classic that went viral on YouTube, amassing over 12 million views. San Juan, a city of 120,000, nestled in the Italian Valley with a stunning desert landscape has no major record labels but is home to a thriving independent music scene a giant family candle calls it preserving a kind of village life incredibly the pair first met when she was 15 a restlessly creative child who had told her mother at four that she fully intended to be famous Paolo, a multi-instrumentalist and arranger equally at home in classical and rock music. His latest album with Paolo Carrizo trio combines flamenco and jazz. He gave Candle some piano lessons and for several years Paolo's work as a keyboardist took him into the mainstream rock scene in Buenos Aires before he returned to San Juan to find his former pupil who is self-taught in opera and jazz rapidly mastering a unique combination of vocal and double bass. The couple argue about pretty much everything apart from their music, which allows them an almost telepathic communication of notes in space. So that's a nice little bit of extra um, info that we have on them. And let's see what what else I can find, which isn't much to be honest. So we have a handful of songs. Barrio Telvez. These are all made in 2021, so, well, these are all released in 2021, so I'm assuming this will be from one album, because I've only got the one album that I can gather, maybe. And, right, so the second song is Shara No Hannah, Limity Unto Armor, Summertime, Toyo, The Thrill Is Gone, Treaty, Deja Atras, Esperandosi, Feliz Navidad, I Fall in Love Too Easily, Sugar Mountain, Preganton de Dondesoy, and Blanco Estas. So this will be a nice little pleasant surprise to me, yeah, because I've never heard any of their songs before. I mean, the song Summertime is obviously a cover, and uh, I love that song anyways, so be interesting to hear a new cover of it. Anyways, we'll be back after this. So not only does Master X Media have a series of podcasts, but we also have a series of books. The first book is actually two books, it's volume one and volume two, of a tribute to working at sea. The best fiction is based on truth. This is a compilation of short stories, rants and poems loosely based on the author's experience at working on a cruise ship. 
Some of these stories are based on actual events but highly exaggerated, whilst other stories are pure fiction. The title of the book A Tribute To is fitting with the tone of the book because like a tribute act, it is a blatant altered reality where you can enjoy it knowing it's not quite the truth. There are things of alcoholism which used to be highly prevalent within workers in the cruise industry as well as stories with a sexual nature. So sit down, relax and enjoy the ride of A Tribute to Working at Sea Volumes 1 and 2. All of these books are available on Amazon and are available in paperback and on Kindle and the links for all of these books are in the description below. And we're back. So, Candy Y Paolo. They came out into two pools of light. As they started their set, a third light came on to light their faces, although it was actually more of a backlight, which was, which was positioned enough to hit their faces. It was a artistic choice to so just keep them isolated in their uh, place and that was down say downstage center downstage center right so there's me dividing up the stage a little bit more than i normally would anyways <laughs> so sound wise it was a great balance between the keyboard the double bass and when i say double bass it was an electric double bass so very good and expensive in instrument although it's better to be carrying around an electric double bass than a massive massive double bass that is possibly a hundred odd years old and worth a lot more so touring something like that i'd go for the electric version because hey it's easier to repair and it's not a piece of history that's destroyed if you accidentally destroy it in transit anyways i digress so the balance between the keyboard, the double bass and the vocals was absolutely spot on. You couldn't ask for a better sound actually. Although there was a minor whistle of feedback in their second song. The rest of the set was absolutely fine. Yet again, it's a small show that is not suited to a larger arena like this. Even though we are a small arena anyways. Uh, they're used to having theatre shows, so much smaller capacity and they're just getting used to it. They're finding their feet, the tour's not long started and this is the largest venue that they're playing in. And it went down really well actually, really, went down really well. But anyways, uh, yet again I digress. And the third song, they played a Argentinian language version of walk on by now that song just gives me good memories because back in the day and i say back in the day when i was a kid when we'd go on the family holidays in the in the beat up ford escort mark ii <laughs> going towards the coast the original version of walk on by would be on the old man's driving cassette you only ever had one cassette no matter what car it was it would always play the same tunes in there a great 90 minute per side compilation of his favourite songs and Walking By would always play. Anyways, I digress. Uh, it was a good version of it actually. Uh, even though I can't speak the Argentinian shade of Spanish or Portuguese, I can't remember what it is actually. Possibly Portuguese. 
anyways, yeah, again, I digress. My uh, languages for the uh, former foes of Argentina is the least of my concerns. I'm sorry to say. Look, I don't want to offend anyone, but at the end of the day, I want to talk about the band and their music and not um, the politics of where their language comes from. Anyways, yet again, I digress. Uh, it was great. I mean, that's, uh, that rendition was brilliant. It played very well on, on the keys and especially with the vocals being quite harrowing, actually, but harrowing, but in a beautiful way. Uh, if that makes sense. <laughs> so the double bass was played by the uh, vocalist and you had the keyboard player who was also doing uh, backing vocals and they were in their two pools of light so and this was throughout the show there was no change of the lighting and yet again the sound was great minus that little hiccup with the uh, slight ring of feedback. It was quite flawless but Candy Y Paolo I mean, it reminded me of my cruise ship days. So, on the ship you had different type levels of bands, and the, one of these bands would always be a, there'd always be a duo, and they'd be playing either in the atrium, on the pool deck during the day, or even in the deck 18 after cocktail bar. And it just remind, and they just totally reminded me of the chilled beats that would be playing in those bars by the Giro after dinner, especially on a formal night. So they'd uh, do a set in the atrium, or they'd do the set in the cocktail bar on deck 18 after, depending on what part of the cruise it was on. And you'll be just sat there, chilling out, having nice conversations with some beautiful music played by some awesome, awesome musicians. And that's the caliber of band that Candy Y Paolo are. It was a shame because um, I felt that they were very wasted on some of the audience members who would give just polite applause at the end of each at the end of each song, which was a shame because they deserve bigger applause. And I think part of the problem is this isn't a venue for that kind of music in the main arena, which is unfortunate because. Um, they deserved a better audience to be honest they played really really well and yes I'm not saying that they didn't get a good round of applause they did but with the amount of people in there it should have been louder but most of the people who came to tonight's show weren't there for that nice relaxed chill out kind of session they were there for Jack Savaretti and you can't blame them for that either it's just a shame I mean, they're obviously picked because Jack Savaretti liked their music, and to be honest, I really like their music as well. And it, and I just wish I uh, got to see them in a better venue. I mean, there's nothing wrong with art with uh, the Motor Point Arena, but I just think that the Motor Point Arena was just not the venue for uh, for Candy Y Paolo. I think definitely more of a theatre kind of show, or even in a music club where you'd have your dinner or have cocktails whilst a band were playing an amazing, amazing set. It's a shame. Such a shame. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you've liked today's podcast, please hit like, subscribe and share. And if you haven't already done so, why not check out all our other content on our website, which is www.masterxmedia.info. And we shall catch you next time. Bye for now.